0: But we're in the middle of a You Asked For It series, which is around here. People, like in the summer, we invite folks to submit questions and we answer them as a part of a sermon series. And so today's question is, actually uh, was a teenager who asked this question. I don't know who it was, but it's okay. I'm fine with it. How can a person be like David? So I entitled the sermon, just plainly, Dave. And this is 2D Dave. And 2D Dave will be helping me throughout the sermon. Um, uh, Any resemblance is simply coincidental. (laughs) Uh, I I was going to wear a green shirt with some blue jeans. I was like, no, that's too much. That's too much. That's too much. Okay. it's 2D Dave. 2D Dave is going to help us, and uh, 2D Dave is, like, if you've heard of Flat Stanley, this is our equivalent. Ah, Rachel just got it! Yes! I was waiting for somebody to catch it. 2D Dave, (laughs) two-dimensional, and um, when I was a kid and when I was... In my 20s, <laughs> and sometimes still, I enjoy playing with action figures, which are not the same as dolls. They are action figures, and, uh, <laughs> um, and Tootie Dave is our action figure for today. But there's a memory verse that is going to show up a couple of times. So. I would love for anyone who is down for this, kids and kid adjacent, to stand up with me, if you are able, because I'm going to teach you this memory verse. Can you put the the verse on the screen for me? All right, so it's super, super, super simple. Right? It's a familiar passage of scripture. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. All right? So the first part of that is just like you're going like, to, you, like you're using Plato. So you just do create, right? And so you just kind of go back and forth like that. Create in me. So you point to yourself. See, y'all already got this. See, you know, because you're liturgical dancers, are you? All right. So create in me. All right, this is where it gets, it's a little different. A clean, like, you know, Mr. Miyagi. Clean heart. All right, so let's just start at the top. Create in me a clean heart. And then renew. So it's like your eyes being open for the first time, right? Renew a right spirit Within me, and then just kind of like cover your heart, right? So that's that is the memory verse. So let's go through the motions again and then we'll we'll do it. Create in me a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me. That's in Psalms 51, 10. Okay, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. Sean. All right, we're gonna do it again, all right. All right, and this time, say it nice and loud while we do the motions, kind of like a cartoon character. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Psalm 5110. All right, sweet. Have a seat. Okay. So... That is a portion of Scripture that was written by David. Hopefully you've caught that the whole morning we've had something oh, thank you, listen. come listen. OK? I don't have hair to catch it. I think on these days, I just need to like have a sweatband, like, like from the '80s. like, like, like a nice neon-yellow sweatband and a fanny pack. No. <laughs> Alright, okay, all right. So this feels real old and Baptist to me. I'm just all of a sudden it just hit me. It just hit me that like I'm like I'm that pastor now that's like that's like okay. Here we go. Creating me. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we go to answer the question, how? Can... <laughs> okay. So before we ask, answer the question, how can we be like David? I think we need another question. Why would anyone want to be like David? Like. Not everybody knows all of the story of who David was. And, um, and so some of us, like, we know some of the big stories and some of us have heard some things. But, like, I think it's a solid question, why would anyone want to be like David? So I think the reason why anyone would want to be like David doesn't actually have to do with David at first. It has to do with King Saul. King Saul was the first king of Israel. He was tall, this is what scripture says about him in 1 Samuel, tall and (laughs) good-looking. Regardless of what you think of the picture, (laughs) he was tall and good-looking. And that was a, okay, that was a primary reason for the people wanting him to be king, (laughs) right? But it was because of what was going on in the world around them, it was, I mean, there was wars and it actually mattered that their leader be big and kind of impressive. So tall and good looking. He was anointed king and it was going well for a little while and then it went downhill pretty quickly primarily because Saul, not just because Saul was like evil or anything, it's just when Saul did what humans do, imperfect things, make mistakes, Saul had a habit of blaming everybody around him and even blaming God. Like he was blaming the priest and blaming the people. And Saul never really took ownership and accountability for what was going on in his leadership and the way in which he was kinging and even the way in which he was leading the army. And so that is what caused Saul's whole kingdom to kind of spiral was this lack of accountability and responsibility. It gets real bad. If you've read through it, it gets dramatic. If you like dramas, First and Second Samuel is a great, I mean, it's great. Like, I mean, dramatic. <laughs> All right. So, so after Saul kind of like lost it, <laughs> God removed Saul. You actually go to that next verse. It's in Acts. God removed Saul and replaced him with David, a man about whom God said, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. This is an interesting portion of scripture, because if you know the stories of David, that last line might feel weird. And so we're going to talk about one of, we're going to talk about two of David's stories. We're going to talk about a story where Dave wins. And you can find that story in first Samuel chapter 17. Like, okay, Oh, Hey, watch it. This is 2D Dave, but to tell the story, I actually need another action figure. So give me a second. So do you know who it is? (laughs) Okay, so here's the thing. So here's the thing. He lost his head. Uh, While I was bringing 2D Dave and 2D Goliath, uh, I was putting Goliath in the car and his neck broke. And I laughed (laughs) because if you know the story, you know that happens. and I was like, you know, we could figure out another way to do this, but I think it's actually going to be kind of fun to play around with angry Goliath's neck. And this particular version of Goliath um, has an accent because all of the action figures that I've ever played with have an accent. So you just have to go with me. If I go a little bit too far, just tell me to like pause because... I kind of lose myself. So David was told by his dad, Jesse, to go to, oh, oh <laughs> to go to, oh, are you, are you going to help me? Oh, that works. See, thank you very much. Oh, so then wait. I think it's a great idea. Watch his neck. I'll still do his voice. But, and, if, and if and if and if it just comes apart, it's all right. We got it. Okay. All right, so Tootie Dave was sent by his dad to go check on his brothers and bring them food. And he gets there, and there is this bully giant, Goliath, who is harassing the people. And he's talking like this right here, and he's telling the people that I don't believe your God can do anything. Your God is weak. No God has ever been able to defeat me and my army. And David is like, yo, what in the world is going on? He's like, y'all scared of the giant? Because I'm big and I'm ominous and I've been lifting weights longer than you've been breathing. (laughs) And so Dave is like, listen, my God can take you and anybody else. So... I come in the name of the Lord, and we're going to defeat you. You're not going to defeat me, little boy. You come with your sticks like I'm a dog, and you're going to make me fetch, but I won't. You can't make me. Listen, I'm not here to make you do anything, okay? You could honor God like me. I don't like your God. Fine. You don't really have to. The point is, you can't come out here talking stuff about my God and expect to go away still happy. Well, I didn't come happy, so I don't expect to leave happy. It's just on and popping. All right. So you know the story. Dave uses his skills as a shepherd, has a rock, does the slingshot thing, woof, and then hits Goliath. Well, (laughs) and you can let him fall. All right. And he wins, right? Okay. If you like dramas, or you like action films, Samuel has a lot more detail than I just gave you. And the broken neck is the thing. All right. So thank you, Abby. Throughout the whole process, David was not just saying, yo, I have skills, and I'm about to make sure that you go down. Like, that was actually the biggest difference between Goliath and David is Goliath was like, yo, I'm strong, I'm big, and there's nothing you can do about it. And David was like, yo, my God has always been with me. He'll be with me to the end. So, (laughs) and continue to praise God. Even after he wins, there's this time of praise. And so one thing that is great when David wins, um, he honors God. That's a significant thing in David's life. Actually, all the way through Scripture, when David wins, he has a consistent pattern of honoring and glorifying God. God has given me this win. And that's how Dave is, that in some ways is a part of why we would want to be like David. But there's also another, there's other portion. Dave not only wins, but sometimes David sins and I have to bring another character out for this. Listen, okay? Some of y'all know this story. Some of y'all know this story. So, don't mind me, I'm just, Taking a shower on the roof, cause that's what I do after a long day of being beautiful. (laughs) Don't mind me, I'm just taking a shower on the roof cause the internet hasn't been invented yet and I can't watch videos, Oh, sucky sucky. You're looking at me while I'm taking a shower? Listen, you on the roof. <laughs> so, I'm just saying, you know, I think you're attractive. Oh, I know I'm attractive, but I'm also married. Okay, so, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> All right, Scripture tells us things we should do and things we shouldn't. That's right. Dave is like, but you happy though? <laughs> 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 This is, I'm, listen, I'm paraphrasing, but this is what happens in the Bible. Okay. And was like, whether I'm happy or not don't matter, sir. I know you're the king, but I'm still married. Okay, I'll take care of that. And then what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> so David is at home while their army is at war. Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, is on the front lines. David wants to marry and be with Bathsheba, so he writes a letter to the captain of the army and says, have Uriah put in the front lines so that, basically, he'll die. David not only plots to take this man's wife, but also has him killed." Ooh, it's dramatic. So if you like Grey's Anatomy, Second <laughs> Samuel is your book. <laughs> they eventually do get married. It's super, super messy. And there's a Nathan or there's a prophet named Nathan that comes to David and confronts David. Oh come on Nathan, just come on just there's a prophet Nathan that comes to 2 Dave and is like, "Listen, you got to have it together." So just point your finger at him like, "You got to get it together. Listen. You sinned." All right, thank you, Nathan. <laughs> right? And I told you before that a part of the reason why it would be you, a person would want to be like David is not just because of David. Like, here's the thing. People win and people sin. That's not, a, that's not new. That's not special to David. But what is there that is happening with David that actually matters is when he's confronted, unlike Saul, David's response is actually still to honor God like he like pours himself out and is like repenting and like the reason I chose the image of this heart being torn apart is because that there's that portion of Psalm that talks about um it's in Psalm 51 where David is saying like God you don't want offerings and you don't care if we burn up stuff like what you really want is a remorseful heart when we sin and so David's response to his sin was not, she was looking real good and she was on the roof, God. Like, it's not, but I'm the commander of the, the commander-in-chief, and I can really tell them whatever I want them to do. And if I didn't want Uriah alive, then I could just take him out. Like, nope, he's like, I sinned. I was wrong. And he acknowledges it. And even in that, Experiences some intimacy with God. So something that we can see from David's sin is when David sins, he honors God. You go to that next slide for me. Oh yeah, you can go back to the you can go back to that one because our memory verse is important here. Right after this moment of yeah, right after this moment with David and Bathsheba, and he's confronted by the prophet Nathan, he writes this amazing poem of lament and also repentance. And that's actually where our memory verse comes from. So if you're able, stand up with me so we can do this together. I know, you're like, wow, I didn't realize I was coming to a stand-up sit-down church today. You are. It's family worship weekend. It's how we do this. (laughs) Right? And so so we have a little bit more to go, but I think it's important that we join David in what happened after that sin, right? So I'm going to count to three. We'll just say this verse together. One, two, three. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Psalm 51.10. Okay, you can have your seat. So even when David sins, he honors God. And that's not actually really easy for us. It's already challenging to honor God when I win. Amen. Right? Like, when you do something that, like, is just great, <laughs> it's tempting to take all of the credit and glory for yourself. And David already shows that, no, I can still glorify God even when I'm the one with the slingshot. shot? But he also honors God when he sins by saying, by, by not pretending that he wasn't wrong or trying to find someone else to blame yeah, right. or finding something else. He's like, I own it. Yeah. I messed up. Yeah. I and I would have got away with it if it wasn't for that, those darn kids. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead to the next slide for me. The reason why anyone would want to be like David, and I think the reason and how we can be like David, is no matter what, David tried to honor God. Like, none of us are perfect. And I think that's the one thing, even in that portion of Scripture in Acts, where it says that David did everything that God would want him to do, I think it's okay for us to be honest about the fact that even though sometimes David did things that were dishonoring to God, his heart was to do what God wanted. So even when he did mess up, he was like, oh, wait a minute, my heart is for God. So I'm going to still honor God with my life. And that's something that all of us can actually do, right? The contrast between the first king being this one who self-justified and blamed everyone else for his mistakes, and the second king, Tootie Dave, who says, I may be good with a slingshot, but when I make a mistake, I'm willing to go to God and say that I messed up. And he's honest. happens all throughout his story. He has other sins too, and he's like, listen, (laughs) God's merciful. That's the only reason I'm here. So that's how a person can be like David. Whatever you do, try to honor God. That's it. It's not, I know that feels real simple, but that's actually it. Don't try to be perfect. Don't try to make everything right. Try to honor God, because even when you do mess up, there's a way to honor God after that. So good. There's a way to honor God and say, Lord, I want to glorify you with my life, even though I messed up today. So good. Let's you. pray. Father, thank you for the story that we can see from King David. Um, that we can win and bring honor and glory to your name. And even after we've sinned, we still can honor you, and how we are accountable, and how we seek to bring glory and honor to you afterwards. We don't try to hide from you. We don't try to hide from our mistakes, but we face them believing and trusting in your mercy. Help us with that. We honor and glorify you, and we give you the rest of this day. In Jesus' name, amen.